ready? Born ready. I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Wow, 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 wow. This is amazing. Welcome back to the Cool and Conscious Podcast with Just Eldridge Media, of course, and your host, Cree. Questions with Cree. Montague, whatever you want to call me, <laughs> Cree, Cree Montague. Hey, 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 hey! Welcome back, man. This is gonna be such an amazing episode because I'm just excited. Um, and before I get too excited, let me go ahead and let y'all know how I'm feeling. Give me some drum roll. Give me some drum roll. Cool. <laughs> Y'all, Keith is like, hello, hello, what are you, what are you feeling today? Yes, today I feel cool. I feel cool. Um, and part of the reason I feel cool is because sometimes being conscious could just be overwhelming and draining and exhausting. And I was reading this thread today um, that someone posted and it was just about like a conscious thread. And how it feels to be conscious 24-7 and how you're always that person that either ruins the vibe, talking about colorism, or ruins <laughs> ruins the vibe because you're thinking about why things are the way that they are and how we got to this place and just how oppressed black people are. Like, you're just always in that conscious state. Um, and that's essentially what this podcast is for, to help bridge that gap. You know, you don't always have to be conscious. You don't always have to be cool, but you can be cool and conscious. Either way, today, like I said, I feel cool, but mainly so because of that thread that I read. And I'm just like, wow, I felt attacked. I felt like y'all were calling me out because I literally sometimes am in a very happy position or in a joyous place. And all of a sudden, my conscious hat will come on. And I'm thinking about all the oppression that <laughs> that people like me have to endure on a regular basis and now I can't even enjoy like my time or my happiness at that point at that point so I say that to say when you're moving through life just try to find that balance you know of whatever it is whether it's work and home relationship and self cool consciousness whatever find that balance Yes, y'all. Well, honestly, I'm a little yellow. I think I'm like red with a nice undertone. Either way. I do have some good news. I'm super excited to announce I finally got a car. Woo! Um Yes. I did get a car, and I would tell you what it is, but you are going to have to go on Cool and Conscious Instagram to figure out what it is. Um, it's a nice car, though. It's black. Her name is Coco, um, and she's she's riding through the city. Uh, so when you see us, honk, beep, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I am going to post it to our social media soon. 
um, when I feel like you all are ready. <laughs> dang, dang, when you dang. guys are ready, it will be posted. Um, just so I can share this happy moment with you all because it's been a while. Um, thank you, Keith. Thank you, Eldris, for picking me up constantly um, every every week. <laughs> when, I, when I needed a ride, I no longer need a ride. I can give them out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, let's see, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, the verdict. Um, not the whole written house verdict, um, just because it was a bunch of bullshit. So if you don't know, I'm letting you know that the little written house rug rat um got off scot-free of killing everybody that he killed wreaking havoc having a firearm underage all all of that stuff he got off scot-free not one guilty charge he got to go home and he also got a pat on the back from the judge and a nod that reassured him along with a sentence saying you're a good boy um yeah so I'm not sure how his life is going to turn out but I know it's not gonna be turned up behind bars um it's just oh it's just crazy sometimes it makes me wonder you know what is it gonna take for black people to be like that's enough we are gonna do our own thing you know because that right there was more than a slap in the face um either way on to good news um we got the verdict for the Ahmad Aubrey case um and some people say Aubrey Aubrey Ahmad. Uh, I'm just going to stick it right to say that just because I don't want to be disrespectful to his last name. But he was a young man that was wrongfully killed, murdered by what? Three, two, two men, a son and a father. Um, and then there was a, a guy recording it. Um, but Ahmad was just jogging. He was going for a run um, and unfortunately lost his life because... Apparently, they thought he was stealing or they thought he didn't live there. Either way, they had no jurisdiction to do what they did. And they were found guilty on all charges. Um, The guy that recorded the murdering or the murder. Yeah, I think it's the murder. (laughs) I said the murdering. The guy that actually recorded the murder, he was not found guilty of murder because technically he did not do it. Um, but he was still found guilty for his role in it. Um, and like I said, the father and the son were found guilty, which is incredibly amazing just because they're two white men, three white men. And Ahmad, of course, was a unarmed black man. And it's not, unfortunately, in our society, it's not popular, you know, for white people to be criminalized and place behind bars um that's just not a thing so congratulations to the to Ahmad's family um congratulations to everyone that had a part in this case the success of this case I do want to shout out uh one of my friends Scotty he was down there actually in the courthouse and upon them reading the first verdict he kind of blurted out and was like yes 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 according to our group message that's <laughs> um so that's always good to know that i guess i knew someone that was saw it firsthand and witnessed it firsthand that's always great shout out to you scotty shout out to attorney griggs he was also um in the audience at the courtroom which is always just good 
just to have black faces in the place. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel really bittersweet about it. I don't know if my voice is, is relaying the excitement. Why you say bittersweet? I mean, outside of him not being here. Um, bittersweet, and this is not me being like negative. Bittersweet because whenever things are kind of sweet, I feel like black people think shit is sweet. And it's like, okay, yeah, they got convicted. Yes, we got a guilty verdict. And then everyone kind of like forgets the bigger picture, you know? <laughs> and it's like, he they, they killed him. They should be guilty. Like, <laughs> let's talk about what's actually going on, you know? Like, it kind of goes back to when I was actively boycotting the radio station. They gave them a raise and then the employees kind of like stopped the little support they were giving to me. But it's like, no, they're supposed to pay you what you're worth. Like, I'm confu- why are yeah. you getting happy that now that they're giving you a bigger crumb, you think that shit is sweet? Like, no, they were guilty. They got it on camera of them killing these people. Why are we celebrating? I mean, I get it in retrospect why we're celebrating because we rarely get to celebrate wins. But when you just think about it in retrospect, is this a distraction? Is this a way to shut us up? Like, you know, we we unfortunately tend to only respond when things get absolutely irrational. And yep. that's just why I feel like it's bittersweet. Because it's like, okay, the house always wins. And I, I feel like I say that on like every episode. What the house always wins. And so with the house always winning, me personally, I'm just like, okay, great. Like, so that's why I'm just like it's just bittersweet I'm happy that you know they were convicted of their crimes and they will be doing the time but I also am just like okay now what about his family like what are y'all gonna do about their loss like do they get I don't know how it works do they get paid like I think they get something in the, in the civil like a settlement c- civil, oh okay yeah, civil case, sure. okay but is that going to like their mental stability because that also affects them as well down the down in the long run you know yeah you know it's like pain and anguish so it's supposed to be for all of it i mm. mean you know of course no price tag will bring anybody right. back will make anybody feel better um uh, but they get something right right because i was thinking i was um speaking to one of my attorneys a few weeks ago just about the case that i have with the people with the officer that assaulted me and um now that Corona is kind of subsiding, things in the case are kind of happening once again. Like it's not stagnant anymore. And they're like, okay, well, next year, you know, this, 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 this could be happening. And I'm just thinking like, okay, this, this, this could happen, may happen. And that's still not going to erase what happened. And so it just makes me think it's like, at the time, I didn't realize how much that situation affected me. And then now that I'm getting older and I'm relishing it and I'm learning new things and I'm having different triggers as a adult, it's like, wow, there's nothing that you could do that's going to change that memory that I have. It's going to change that, that feeling that I have. It's going to change that 
feeling of not ever really feeling safe. One, because the guy that assaulted me was black. And then he was a, somebody that you're supposed to call to protect you. So it's like, (laughs) it's like just thinking about his family, you know, they no longer have him. So what exactly is going to be done now that the people that killed him were convicted as as, for their crime, you know? And I just went completely left down a whole rabbit hole, (laughs) but (laughs) there's just so much that plays into our justice system and it's just like whoo child what at this point what is justice you know like now i will say it's getting better mm-hmm. you know uh amber geiger went up for an appeal uh you know the one that killed the brother both and john mm-hmm. um she was denied you know so right right we're, we're kind of getting some recompense yeah. in some areas you know what i'm saying i just think that like you said black people just got to keep the pressure up mm-hmm. you know and don't just be excited for this one conviction. Let's keep let's let's just make it as normal as we right. we do something and you know you and you jail. know you thank you like you know you done, you done fucked up that that's exactly what needs <laughs> to happen. They said he did he did he shit. did that shit exactly <laughs> like yes you look at you look at a black person he did it <laughs> it's like you don't think twice you don't think three times and I can't wait until we get to that point where it's we walk in audacity you know we literally walk in no this is how it's gonna be and you're gonna get right or hell you're gonna get left the fuck out (laughs) i love it i love it i love it okay so thanksgiving oh my gosh i hope that if you are left out of thanksgiving or if you do have like family that's leaving you out or Whatever you're being left out of Thanksgiving, you find someone that can bring you in um, or find a way to figure out, you know, what you're thankful for, relish in this moment. And for the longest, I was not big on holidays. I don't know why. Ooh. You know, this is the new Thanksgiving. uh, This is the anthem. Yeah, this is the Thanksgiving anthem. And I remember when this came out. When I say I remember I was still an intern, that song came out and went viral, and it has been the Thanksgiving anthem ever since. And that was a smooth like four years ago. Like, and it was like her with the hands too. Like she was sweating and fanning and she was on the mic. <laughs> the food just sounded so good like i got beans greens potatoes <laughs> like damn all of that you name it you got everything you just named and i could name some more and you still got it damn, damn. yes i am very very excited for thanksgiving i think too i wasn't ever really excited for the holidays because for the longest it was just like me and my mom and then it was like me my mom my brother and sister and my stepdad and I just feel like holidays is supposed to be a lot of people, you know, <laughs> like even on movies, you just always see a big family. Like you see cousins and aunties like, and uncles. You watch soul food too many times. <laughs> you just like you just <laughs> see big families, and it's like we see each other every day, you know. Like we see each other every Sunday, every weekend. I go to my mom's house, 
So it's like, where the new people at? Like, where the other family? <laughs> you know? So now that I'm older, it's just like I'm developing more of a understanding and appreciation for family and understanding that, okay, if this is as little, as big as our family is, hey, this is enough, you know? Um, so I am extremely excited for Thanksgiving. I'm not cooking anything just because that's not my thing. Um, <laughs> Creed's got out here talking about how she can cook and <laughs> nobody asked her to cook. So I thought she don't cook, but you can cook. I can you. cook, but if you don't ask me to cook, why would I cook? Wow. I'm just saying, I don't got beans, greens, tomatoes, you name it. I don't have that. Must be that, that young people stuff. But if you ask Damn. me to cook it, I don't have a problem doing it. Like, for instance, my cousin has something at her house in North Carolina for Halloween. She asked me to cook. I cooked. I cooked almost everything that we ate. Like the deviled eggs, the nachos, the breakfast, the pancakes, the lunch, the dinner. I cooked the entire, I was standing up the entire day cooking, okay? Everybody was like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Cree, I didn't know you could cook. I didn't know you could cook. I was like, why would you know that I could cook? <laughs> like I'm Damn. not cooking for y'all I just did this because I thought that was the vibes And I was asked to do it But I'm not like Yeah I'll bring some water I want to try those deviled eggs <laughs> Okay we're, we're gonna do something. Honestly I made eggs. some They were so cute I made some Um, They were Scooby Doo uh, Deviled eggs <laughs> Because we <laughs> What you mean? It's funny that you just said, hmm, and that's what we do. <laughs> because we were doing like spooky themed food, right? So for breakfast, I made like green pancakes. Um, I made like curled bacon and I put little spiders in them. And then I did like the cinnamon rolls. I undid the cinnamon rolls and put red food coloring in the icing and poured the icing over it. So it was like guts. So it was really like festive food. And so I made the like spooky machine, the car, the color of his car. What's the Scooby-Doo machine thing? Oh, the uh, green machine. The green machine. Yeah, mystery machine. Right, yeah. mystery machine. So I made blue, blue eggs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I boiled the eggs, dyed them blue. And then the filling I made green. And then I put like orange, I mean the paprika on top. It was, they were so nice. They were so nice. Wow. <laughs> dang, dang, <laughs> like, dang. what? <laughs> no, it was really nice though. Okay. Every, everyone liked it. Everyone liked it. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, see, we'll, I'll be, we'll, I'll be we'll, try, we'll, we'll try them. As a matter of fact, when we do a live event, we'll have Cree make the deviled eggs. Oh my God. We have the people <laughs> decide. Yep. There you go. Honestly, my mom calls them angel eggs. So. Yeah, I mean, I can make devil eggs for y'all, but at home I make angel eggs. She doesn't like devil eggs in her house. So. <laughs> Your mom's serious about those words. Yeah, I mean. Spells and spelling. When yeah. I say she gets so, don't even let devil come out of your mouth. I don't want that in my house. Take that off my table. I was like, it's just eggs, bro. It's not devil eggs. It's just, Damn. I mean, because it's just, okay. All right. Damn. So, I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving. And I hope if you did not do it yesterday, that you do it today. Take some time to really just think, you know, about what you're thankful for. So many times we just get caught up in what we don't have or what we do have or what we want or what we used to have. We just get caught up. Um, and Mike Todd actually just did a service about this called Bamboozled by the Blessing. 
And it's like you get these blessings and then you get them and you don't know what to do with them. And you're bamboozled and you get caught up in them. So don't get caught up in the blessing. Okay. Don't get caught up in the lesson. Don't get caught up in what you wish you learned. Don't get caught up in the present, in the presence of the blessing. Just simply figure out what it is you are thankful for. So quiet the noise around you. Go to like a quiet place. I personally, I go to the Beltline. They just finished the Beltline over here on the West side. They still have a few things to do, but it goes all the way to university. And I love it. I'll get on there, ride, listen to music, and I'll meditate. I'll thank God. I will manifest, do whatever I need to do to clear my mind, and I'll figure out what I'm thankful for. And I'll just thank the universe and thank God. So if you, like I said, if you didn't do it yesterday, take some time to do it today. Take some time to do it tomorrow. Either way, you need to do it, okay? Stop procrastinating and stop putting it off and figure out what it is you're thankful for, what it is you already have in your life that you could possibly make the best of. Because I guarantee you, until you start giving back to the world, the world is not going to be able to give to you. And I know that for facts because I committed myself to not drinking and a blessing fell right in my lap. And I had been trying to stop drinking for I don't know how long. And... I just kept seeing different signs. You know how you see signs, but you don't pay attention to them. I kid you not, I was seeing signs all the time saying, stop drinking. Drinking is not good for you. Drinking will be your downfall. Drinking, like, I kept seeing it. And I'm like, dang, I've never seen this many signs. Like, what? You don't think it was the local ad council? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it probably could have been. Like when I say Keith, I was seeing it every time everywhere. I go to smoke. I keep seeing the Surgeon General <laughs> warning, like every time. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I feel you though. It'd be obscure. It'd be in obscure places. Just obscure. I would get on like uh, I think I was like watching something on YouTube, and then the ad popped up about concentrating on not drinking anymore. That's some damn algorithm. Like when I'm like, it when I say it was just everywhere, and I was like, okay, I get it, I get it. And then I had a little too much to drink. And then I did something I probably shouldn't have done. And I was like, okay, that was the last sign. I see it now. And so I I released that, um, released that habit into the world or unto the world and said, you know what? Here, world, you can have this. You can have this habit. Do with it what you must. And I'll be damned if a few days later I had what I had been you know, manifesting for a very long time. So I say that to say, figure out what you're thankful for first. Second, give something back. I know during the holidays, we like to give food and presents, but no, give up one of your habits. Give up one of those habits that you're harboring in your spirit, in your everyday life. Give it up and see what the world gives you in return. And that's all I'm going to say about them habits, y'all. I don't want to hear that y'all got the same damn bad habits when we going into 2022. Wow. It was just 2020. <laughs> it was just 2020. And I'm saying we about to go into 2022. And you in the house all 2020, so. That's oh, okay. Okay. I'm like, what? That's why I, went I don't, I, I'm just confused. What, what have I been doing? But this is like the first year. Not even the first year. This is like the first, what, like six months, really, 
since we've been like kind of outside since 2019. Because the beginning of the year, we were still kind of on lockdown a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, we in Atlanta. So. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It, it, it was, it <laughs> we really a, ain't never been on lockdown, yeah, we, but but the attitude of the people. Like, <laughs> yes. 2022, I think like summertime is gonna be back. Springtime is gonna be yes. back. Everything's but, gonna yeah. be back, 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 back. But yeah, this summer. Yeah, it was been about six months. Cause once the summer came, everybody was like, you know what? Fuck, right, everybody was like, y'all, we y'all got outside. me last summer. Y'all got me last summer. This summer, and then you know, people got vaccinated, so they were like, you know, I think I'm good. So. Yeah, that's definitely because I'm like. I honestly don't hear anything about Corona anymore. Do you? Oh no! I mean, I I I, I hear about it because they always want you to get vaccinated. But I mean, like how you you, you know, like how you used to hear about all yeah. the deaths. And yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, I yes. rarely hear about it. Yeah, I mean, I know every now and then I've heard people catch it, but it's not. It hasn't been the same. Okay. You know? Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't tripping. I'm like, I don't really now, hear. And, it. and that's just America now, overseas. I mean, mm. that's a whole nother. They they're on like their fourth lockdown. The people are rebelling. They're fighting the police back. Wow. You know I mean? like Brussels in Germany, yeah, it's going down. Wow. Yeah. Now they rebel. They are over there rebelling about a virus, and people over here just rebelling just, just because. <laughs> oh, just because. Senators vote for bills, right? I mean, like just like just because. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it, it goes down, but I think. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we back outside. We back outside. We definitely are back outside, and eventually Atlanta will. I don't want to say we'll be back outside because we really always been outside, but when we go outside, <laughs> we will have a new mayor. Snaps and claps for Keisha's ass being out. <laughs> now I do want to say, the other day. Um, she passed something where kindergartners get like $50 in like a saving account for well qualified kindergartners get $50 into a saving account for school supplies. Now I'm gonna give her a round of applause for doing something, you know, because it is the effort that counts. But if you are this like, mayor black mayor that knows all these celebrities and and knows this person and this person and this person why is it that Kasim raised more money for his campaign than you did for the little kindergartners (laughs) like like, I just wanted to make sense because I get it those are two different spectrums but I'm also saying both of those people had significant ties to wealthy people. So, in my opinion, school supplies ain't cheap. And does that, is it, are they breaking it up per semester? So, does the kindergartner get $25 the first semester and $25 the second semester? Like, I really just want to know how that works and then why it was signed into effect the last month of your reign like you've been the mayor for four years this didn't occur to you or even during corona this couldn't have happened during corona like the 50 dollars go towards the wi-fi bill if you still have one because i know for somehow households they had subsidized um wi-fi so the wi-fi is were essentially free they didn't have to pay for it for school but it's just like 
I don't know. Like I said, snaps and claps for the effort, but I feel like there definitely could have and should have been way more that was done just regarding that particular um, effort. Anyway, bye, Keisha. Hello, possibly Felicia or Andre. One of the two people, candidates rather, one of the two candidates are going to be our next mayor of Atlanta. Um, Early voting ended early this week, earlier this week. So if you have not voted, early voting has closed. But on November 30th, you will have the opportunity to not just vote for Atlanta's mayor, but for Atlanta City Council President, District 1 at large, and District 12. Um, You'll also be able to vote for uh, Cleta Winslow's district. Uh, She's been the city council member for 26, 25 or 26 years. Nope. It's been longer than I've been alive. So 26 years, (laughs) Um, 26 years. She is running up against Jason Dozier. Um, This is a very close race. So if you are in those districts and have not voted, please make sure you go exercise your, your right to vote because it is important and because people lost their lives and because you will get cool and conscious points and because I said so. Um, and because, yeah, oh my gosh, speaking of people that lost their lives, did you see the little granny that was talking about her past to her granddaughter or her daughter? Uh, I've seen the story. I didn't listen to it. It was so, oh my gosh. When I say it was so sweet, it was just so sweet. Um, it was a little sad, but just her. Which means she died? No, she didn't die. Oh. But the lady, I think she was like 101. And she's talking to, I want to say it's her daughter or her granddaughter. She's talking to her and she's letting her know. She's letting her know how it was picking cotton. And she's telling her the different tricks she used to use when she was a kid. (laughs) And how much she had to get. And they would come and pick her up at 3 a.m. in the morning. And she wouldn't get off till late at night. Just tell, just literally telling her, her story um, of her in her younger days. I would like to hear the story of someone that Harriet Tubman, that 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 escaped with Harriet Tubman. Like that would be so cool. Yeah, I want to hear that story. To hear that story and what it was like in the depths, because you know Harriet Tubman didn't play. She was a tough cookie. So it was either you come with her or she killed you. Like you, there was no going back. There was no getting caught. There was no, you either made it or you got killed. <laughs> like she wasn't taking no chances and nobody fucking her shit up. Like yeah, That's how it gotta be. And I agree. That's cutthroat. I like that. Teach me, Auntie Harry. Teach me, Auntie Tub. <laughs> Teach me. Okay, so as far as what's going on in Atlanta, um, the election is coming up. I already talked about that, but just please make sure you do your research on your candidates. That is the conscious part, and you go and vote. That is the cool part. And in case you needed me to connect those dots, um, that act alone is cool and conscious. Um, a cool event that you could go to, which is also could be conscious as well. Um, there is a candidate versus battle that is going on. 
Um, let me get you the details really quickly. So it says Atlanta mayoral versus battle. It is their closing argument and it's going to happen November 27th. The doors open at 5.45 p.m. And they are getting it crack-a-lacking at 6 p.m. Okay, there's going to be food, drinks, networking, music. Um, and it is going to be at 7.40 Ralph McGill Boulevard, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30312. That's 7.40 Ralph McGill Boulevard, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30312. This is the Atlanta mayorals versus battle closing arguments, November 27th. Um, yeah, that's what's going on. I'm gonna probably go. You figured out who you voting for? Um, almost. I think this, this particular versus will help me literally close in on who I'm choosing to give my vote to. Um, I have not really seen much of Felicia on my side of town. I'm not sure if she doesn't think that we vote or we matter, but that <laughs> that's an extreme red flag for me. Because if you're not here now, then if you're not here when you need us, you're not going to be here when we need you. I'm just going to say that. like You're not even showing up when you need us. So I can't count on you when I need you, you know, um, so, yeah, and I had someone from her team reach out, and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this because, again, do she not know that the West Side exists? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, there's not even any signs over here. Like, it's like, I don't, are you running to be Buckhead's mayor or Atlanta's mayor? Because last time I checked, Buckhead was in Atlanta, you know? Um, So that, that, that. You know, we will see what these closing remarks got to say, what they hitting on, <laughs> what they hitting on. There also is Black Friday this Friday. With Black Friday, man, I know you're going to go to Walmart and buy your TVs and go to Target and get your little face products and Starbucks and shit. But please at least spend like half of what you spend on these bigger corporations on a black business with multiple black businesses just because man it really starts with us and at this point as we are continuing to advance in the world we can continue to blame the system but there this system was not put to benefit us so how much longer can we really blame a system that's not meant to work for us you know so at some point we have to genuinely start holding ourselves accountable and stop blaming the system. It'll be different if we were white and the system failed us. It's built for them, you know? <laughs> so please, with this Black Friday sale, I encourage you to, I, I get it. Sometimes it could be hard, but it being hard is not an excuse, but I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Go buy your TVs and your electronics and do whatever you got to do. But please make sure you put some of that money back into the businesses that look just like you. Okay? That's going to be my spiel for Black Friday. Because I already know y'all about to get it popping. Please be safe. Don't be standing outside all super cold. If you're standing outside, make sure you got a buddy, a few buddies. Because the last thing I want is, you know, for you to, like, lose your life trying to get, like, a shirt for 50% off. Like, it's not that deep. But what is deep 
is about to be this quote to help you stay afloat. Oh, this is genuinely my favorite part. All right, so. So today's quote goes a little bit like this. Appreciation can make a day, even change a life. Your willingness to put it into words is all that is necessary. And that just goes back to essentially what I say all the time, your words matter. That's why it's called spelling. You have to put yourself under a spell. When you wake up, you are thankful. Say it. I, the first thing that I say when I wake up is thank you God for waking up. That's literally, that's how I start my day. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for my home. Thank you for my car. Thank you for my family. Because one day somebody, they, they checked me and it was like, if you only had everything that you were thankful for, what would you have? So now I make it. It is imperative that I do not start my day without saying what I am thankful for because I don't want to get to a point where it's taken away because I was not actively being thankful for it. So you can change your day with just saying thank you, you know, for whatever it is you're thankful for. Like I said, take some time, think about it, say it, repeat it until you start to believe it, okay? Thank you so much for tuning into the Cool and Conscious Podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for sharing. And being a part of this Cool and Conscious journey with me. I'm your host, Cree, a.k.a. Questions with Cree. Please make sure you follow me at Cool, Q-O-O-L, and Conscious, and Questions with Cree. And, of course, you got to follow the Black-owned, Black-run media company at Just Eldridge Media. We love you so much. We thank you. And until next time. Bye.